Welcome to the Multiply Your Success podcast, where each week we help growth-minded entrepreneurs and franchise leaders take the next step in their expansion journey. I'm your host, Tom Dufour, CEO of Big Sky Franchise Team. And did you know that trees help clean the air we breathe, filter the water we drink, and provide habitat to over 80% of the world's terrestrial biodiversity? And that forests provide jobs to over 1.6 billion people absorb harmful carbon from the atmosphere and are key ingredients in 25% of all medicines? Well, chances are you probably weren't aware of all of those stats. And that's exactly why I wanted to have our guest on today. Our guest is Matt Hill, who's the founder and chief environmental optimist at the reforestation nonprofit One Tree Planted. And I'm so excited to have him on because we've been supporters of One Tree Planted for quite some time now, and we're excited to share some of the information about what this great organization is doing to make an impact on the environment and sustainability. After 15 years as an educator, a business leader, and eco-adventurer, Matt wanted a simple way to help individuals and businesses make real progress towards a more sustainable planet. And that's when he started One Tree Planted, when he realized that planting trees is one of the simplest things we can do for the environment, while also having a big impact on biodiversity, climate change, and health. And that's where the $1 One Tree Planted originated, and the rest is history. And one of my favorite things about it is it's $1, one tree planted, and it makes a huge difference. And here are some really interesting stats from the organization. In 2022, they planted nearly 53 million trees in 74 countries, and they're on pace to nearly double that this year to plant more than 100 million trees around the world this year. So it's just, they're doing tremendous things and making an impact from such a great vantage point, which Matt and I talk about on our interviews. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. So my name is Matt Hill. I'm the president of One Tree Planted. Well, Matt, One Tree Planted is exactly why I wanted to have you on. So just for a way of introduction, talk about what One Tree Planted is and what you do. Sure. So we're a 501c3 based out of Vermont. And for every dollar donated, we plant a tree. And I used to say we plant in four regions around the world, North America, South America, Asia, and Africa, but now recently added Europe. So now planting in five regions around the world. When you contribute and you know donate, you know, a lot of people just think it's not just a tree. It helps with air quality, water quality, biodiversity, job creation, carbon, you know, so many benefits. And we call them co-benefits. Talk a little bit about this concept, a little more of what led you to want to start this organization and get things moving with it. Sure. My undergrad was in poli sci, so I took a lot of environmental classes way back when, and I saw that there was a lot of things happening, and I felt like people can contribute. You know, small little things do add up collectively, and together we can make a big impact, or I say together we can plant a forest. And, you know, I was working and I just felt that there was a need for people wanting to help the environment. But when you look out there, you kind of feel paralyzed. Oh, it's too big of a problem. Or if you did find some organizations that are doing incredible work, they really kept themselves as more positioned doom and gloom or very technical. And when you were reading their website, you just didn't know what to do. So I just really made a pretty looking website easy to understand the impact and how your contribution was being made. And one of the things that struck me and why our organization got involved in supporting what you're doing is when I found out the impact trees have 
as a whole. And you shared a little bit of that, but I'd love for you just to talk about that it's more than just a tree and talk about how some of the reforesting helps contribute to this. A couple of things, like there's so many great organizations out there doing incredible work, watershed, a land trust, and we work at, call it the federal level, then the state level, and then we'll work with a lot of watersheds. And those are my favorites. So when somebody donates a dollar, somebody donates $10, it goes into this pot and it, and it starts to fill up really quickly. And now we have this pool of capital. So when these organizations, and let's say with the California forest fires, you know, need support and need $18,000 to purchase those trees, we'll pull that, you know, $18,000, give it to the organization on the ground. And we really, you know, look at what are those costs of that organization? So there's four significant costs of tree planting, site prep, and the cost for the actual tree, and then the cost to plant the tree, and then what are the costs to maintain and monitor to making sure that it's there. And if you take the West Coast, and let's take the Pacific Northwest, there's this great project that we work on doing a million trees in the Pacific Northwest, about 70 plus watersheds that all need from $6,000, maybe up to $80,000. And when they plant these trees, it's helping cool the water temperatures along these critical watersheds that go from Oregon, Washington State, up into British Columbia. And it's helping with the Chinook salmon to come back for spawning. And they weren't coming back for spawning because the water temperatures were too warm. And this is also cleaning the water there. But the ultimate end goal is it's actually helping the resident orca whale in the Pacific Northwest, which is the icon to the Pacific Northwest. And there's four reasons for the decline and on the endangered species list. But one of them is the food supply chain, which is the Chinook salmon. So people don't realize like how many holistic benefits you have when you plant a tree. I'll jump over to another quick one, the Appalachian Trail. I mean, mining for decades, right? And the soil quality is just so degraded, nothing you know, will really grow there. So a lot of work is required, working with a lot of different stakeholders to bring back this area. So again, lots and lots of different amazing projects that we just constantly are getting. We have a team of foresters that vet through these proposals and really want to make sure that that donor that's donating, your donors being used efficiently, successfully, it's going to the ground, the trees are surviving, we have an 80% plus tree survivability. And that, you know, we're just managing that because that was one thing to me as a donor giving to any charity. How much of my hundred dollars that I donated to that charity is really going to the cause? Is it being planted? Are they working with the local communities? Are they using the right type of trees? And that you get the information back from that charity in terms of how your dollar is being used. And yes, it's working. We're growing your tree. We planted your tree. Here's the report. So sorry to be long winded, but, you know, that's what we're doing here. I think it's fantastic. And that's what I was hoping you'd share, some of these fine details. And I know as an organization that contributes and donates to your organization, one of the things that I found most interesting is that you have so many options. It is a global enterprise at this point. So if you feel convicted, you feel a calling to help support some region of the world or even locally. I know for me, I'm based in Georgia. The Appalachian Trail is near and dear. It is a star in the community here. I feel compelled to want to support your efforts on the Appalachian Trail to help build that up. Or when there are, as you had mentioned, these forest fires in California or out west and trying to rebuild or reforest these areas. So I think for me, as someone involved in donating, I think it's something that I really appreciate that I have some flexibility to help direct where those funds are being contributed to help out and serve in what you're doing. 
Totally, totally. And I think people appreciate that, the fact that you're not just giving to a charity and just like they're using it and putting it in whatever far, far away land. Like you could look at, here's a project in British Columbia and it's helping with the moose and the caribou. Oh, here's something in Australia or in Kenya that's empowering women. And they really read it. And, you know, I try not to overwhelm people with too much content. And we try and do a lot of videos and a lot of updates. And, you know, we have a great marketing team, a great video team, because there's a lot of amazing stories about about these projects and the people on the ground who are doing really all the incredible work. Your title is the Chief Environmental Optimist. And I really resonated with that in reading your literature as I started learning more about your organization, because as you mentioned, when you start thinking about how one person can help do a little bit to contribute in some way, so much of it's gloom and doom, or it's very top-down enforcement. It's kind of like a police state almost with government intervention, and you can't do this, and you can't do that. That's a little constricting. And so what I really appreciated about what you're doing is providing an optimistic point of view that we can all do something small that really does make a big impact. And so I'd just like for you to share and talk a little bit more about that and how you're approaching it differently. Yeah, no, great point. And, you know, we want to make it simple for people to get involved. And whether you donate a dollar or $10 or $100 again, and then we organize a lot of tree planting events in a lot of like, you know, cities across the world. And when you go out in your local community to be able to like come out, plant trees, get your hands in the dirt, see the important work that's going on, it inspires you. And then you come back and you're like, oh, we want to do more. And we've had some brands come out that did it in Boston or whatever city. And they had such an amazing day and realized how important this work is. They found extra funding that might be there. And then they gave us a larger donation, which would then go, call it that, within the state or within the local area. And then we get a lot of companies that just want to give back to where they source maybe their raw materials from. So I don't think there's just a lot of different ways that it might resonate. But keeping it simple, and like you said, optimist, not doom and gloom, not too technical because people are paralyzed. And, you know, for example, I keep hearing carbon, carbon, carbon. What is carbon? What is a ton of carbon? How does that work? What is my carbon footprint? How is it, you know, being calculated and all that stuff? But at the end of the day, you know, I always just say it's the consumption of stuff. We buy a lot of stuff. We fly around, you know, and there's little things you can do that will call it minimize what you do, but you can't get down to a zero. So when you might donate $100 and know that you planted 100 trees in your local community or picked a project that's maybe in Australia that's helping with biodiversity over there, you know, it's tangible. People, they get it. You list on your website and other resources based on certain number of trees planted help neutralize or offset your own general consumption as an average person. Would you talk a little bit about that? Sure. So, you know, the average North American, you know, it's about 20 tons of carbon just based on, you know, you go to work and bring your kids to school and heating your home, all that type of stuff. So when you're planting trees, trees sequester carbon, right? And then there's a lot of different types of trees. Some trees will sequester more carbon faster. Some trees live longer. So a whole bunch of factors, but we have a really sharp team that really do that modeling in terms of understanding that. And then there's three, just the thing for your listeners and everything to understand. There, there's a soft claim. So when you go and plant 1,000 trees, we can calculate based on the geography and types of trees what that should be sequestering. But it's a soft claim. Then you can go and get a third party that would just audit to just kind of double verify that what we're saying is actually true. 
And then there's certified projects, which are gold standard, Vera, and a lot of work and, you know, aspects go into that. So those are kind of the three realms for the average person to know what's out there. I think that for someone that's thinking of trying to offset their own, right? You hear about this carbon footprint Mm -hmm. and how can I reduce this and so on. Mm -hmm. And this is a very simple way to know that what you're doing is making an impact on some of that. What are a couple of ways here, Matt, for people to get involved? How can they learn more about what you're doing? I mean, you can go to onetreeplanted.org, really appreciate it. And you can see what's going on, see the amazing projects that are out there. The other thing I think is, you know, looking up tree planting events, you know, Earth Month just passed the month of April. And there's a lot, we, we had over 100 tree planting events that we organized around the world that were free for people to come out to. And then just, you know, it goes beyond trees. I mean, I went down to Dominican. We looked at a site that we are working with a partner and we saw the communities and then we did a beach cleanup, right? I'm in this environmental space. And when I was doing the beach cleanup to see how much plastic was there and how much styrofoam and all that stuff was broken up and how much of this we, you know, digest in our system. So there's a lot of different things that you can consciously do that isn't making an extreme effort. And I'm not saying for everybody out here to go buy a Prius tomorrow, but, you know, there's little things you can do, bike to work, walk to work, take public transportation, use reusables. And I think it's these small little things that are pretty easy to incorporate in your lifestyle that collectively make a difference. Well, Matt, this is a great time in the program where we like to make a transition and ask every guest the same four questions before they go. And the first question we ask is, have you had a miss or two on your journey and something you learned from it? A couple of misses. Like one was I created a company and I gave up 51% when I was going through this like growth area. And my partner said, don't, don't give up 51%. But we want, I wanted the capital to expand this and that, but then we lost control. That was a learning curve, right? So you really want to give up control of the baby that you created and spent years. So won't do that again. Second one was, I remember a long time ago, I wanted to buy a building and everybody's like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Right. And there's all these disbelievers. Right. So don't listen to the naysayers. Right. I'd take that from Arnold Schwarzenegger from the video once that I watched. But it's so true. So as people believe in themselves, they take those chances, And I say, you don't move the needle unless you take risk, calculated risks. So those would be probably the two misses. I didn't buy that building when I listened to everybody. But back then, you know, I had a nickel in my bank account. And what did I know at 22 years old, right? You listen to all these people that you think they know it all, right? But as you get older and wiser, you kind of figure it out. and You got to take those risks. So my two takeaways are don't give up control and then don't listen to the naysayers. Thank you. Well, let's talk about a make or two you'd like to share. You know, with One Tree Planted, I think, you know, I was a teacher when I started this. And then I had to realize the point where I had to invest into people to help me, you know, grow this organization. So I think I made the right call and the right pick on the some, the people that helped me grow this organization. So I, the two things that I've always said when One Tree Planted is corporate culture and build the brand. Because you, you ask the average person walking down the street about a tree planting organization, I'd say 99 out of 100 couldn't name one, and I wanted One Tree Planted to be that name, that brand, and it's getting there almost 10 years in. And corporate culture, you know, I think, you know, the successes, you know, have been definitely the people. And they're not real, I read a lot of books, but, you know, one of them always said, hire people smarter than you. So surround yourself by a lot of smart people. So I have some amazing people on the team that help the organization. They're very passionate and they're all team oriented. So, you know, that's, that's definitely one. And there's been, you know, a lot of great things. But at the end, when you come into work every day, loving what you're doing and have a great team around you, 
it's not work. You know, you just love what you do. And I do a lot of site visits. I get a lucky, I have a fantastic job, best job ever, traveling around India, Brazil, like all over the world. I'm going to Australia this summer and I get to meet the partners that we're sending the funds to on the ground. And they're so happy and so grateful for, you know, everything, whether it's the donors listening today that, you know, that's going to the ground there and the people I get to meet. So it's just, it's just amazing. Well, let's talk about this idea of a multiplier. Name of the show is Multiply Your Success. Have you used a multiplier to grow yourself personally, professionally that you'd like to share? I think you have to have a strong infrastructure in place in order to scale. So this year, we're actually, call it doubling down. We're not looking at growth right now. It's like our infrastructure in place, investing into our team so that we can you know, multiply. And then I also think you have to depend on your team. And I always say to you, you have to be accountable. I want people on the team to be challenged. And I think you can scale, but you know, that expression, sometimes you have to take one step backwards, to take two steps forward, you know? So there's things that are there. If that counts as a multiplier effect. Absolutely. And Matt, the final question we ask every guest is what does success mean to you? So it's definitely not a number thing, whether it's number of trees or number of donor dollars that come in, it's not. It's really about relationship building and relationship building on many fronts. One, we have amazing partners and we have 400 plus partners in over 70 plus countries. And, you know, last month in April, we brought 40 partners from around the world to meet and spend time with us and our project managers to understand how we can help them more. So going to what success means is we have amazing planting partners. We have amazing partners, business partners that we work with like yourself right? That we can have just great relationships and they're with you and they want to come to these events with us and figure out how they can be more involved. And then the relationships with our team here internally, we're hundred employees that one tree planted. And, you know, to me, that's success. Well, and Matt, as we bring this to a close, is there anything you were maybe hoping to share and haven't had a chance to yet? We all see what's going on in the world in terms of just like the changes and climate where I think it was November and I'm Canadian, so I use Celsius, but it was like 25 degrees. I'm like, never 25 degrees in November. It's supposed to be almost snowing. So I just think that there's lots of things that people can do and looking at. And you just see it more and more. So just, you know, everybody out there, you can do your little thing because a lot of people don't do it because they feel that they're they're paralyzed. It's too big of a problem, but it's not. You know, I think uh, a lot of people can do small little things that, you know, do collectively add up. So that's what I'll probably say is my takeaway. What's the best way for someone to get connected with the organization if they want to learn more or maybe serve by contributing time or resources? Sure. So Matt at OneTreePlanted.org or go to the website. We have an amazing customer service team. They're always there to help answer any questions or, you know, see if they can help anybody get involved in any way. And again, getting involved is is not just the monetary aspect, right? It's like go out and plant trees or ask questions on things. We do webinars with companies where the staff just want to learn about things. We have these amazing videos that we show that are just so inspiring. And it's almost like whatever that word is, tingling, you know, because they're just so well done. And it gets people motivated to want to go out there and save the planet. Quick little story here. I was just thinking about this. My youngest son, he's nine. Our grade school in the area, they have an agriculture program. So they tend to the chickens and plant crops and they're learning all of this fun stuff. It's a whole lot of fun for them. And somehow we got this little kit of a giant sequoia seeds. And so 
normally they probably would have never thought twice about it, but he loved this concept. So we are planting giant sequoia trees. And so we've got the whole program. We're following the direction. So hopefully in two years, they will be large enough and strong enough that we can hopefully have one survive to plant. So I thought you'd get a kick out of that. Come out to our next Forest Fest and meet up and meet the team and get your hands in the dirt with us. I would love to do that. Absolutely. And bring some of our team members over here. So thank you so much, Matt, for the time. I'm really grateful for the opportunity and for your time to share the great things you're doing to make a difference. My pleasure. Much appreciated. Happy to be here. Matt, thank you so much for being a guest on our show. We really appreciate it and all the great work you're doing around the world. And let's go ahead and jump into today's three key takeaways. So takeaway number one is when Matt talked about most people getting discouraged because of the gloom and doom approach to sustainability and environmental issues. And instead, he's really focused in on having a more positive approach to this. And candidly, that's one of the things that attracted me to their organization is that there are ways we can do this without constantly focusing on death and destruction, that we can have a positive outlook and approach to this. Takeaway number two is when he talked about a miss and he shared from a business standpoint, he had previously started a company and he gave up 51% of that. And he said, don't give up control is one of his misses that he learned from. And the second one was to not listen to your naysayers. And he shared a story about how he had an opportunity to buy a property and, and ultimately was talked out of it by those naysayers. Takeaway number three is the impact of trees, that it really is a form of a multiplier. And it's a little bit of what I view the impact to the jobs community that manufacturers have. Manufacturers have the largest ripple effect or net effect in terms of job creation and economic engine that it creates. And to me, it seemed like trees are a similar comparison when you start thinking about how it impacts, it multiplies out. The ripple is huge for the environment, for land, air, water, for humans and for jobs and for work and for the animals and other plant diversity and animal populations. So I thought that was just a great takeaway. And he gave that example of planting the trees in the Pacific Northwest along the river lines and how that helps clean the air and clean the water. And then it brings the salmon back, which then brings back the orca whale and so on. And it makes an impact. And now it's time for today's win-win. So today's win-win is when Matt said, together we can plant a forest. I thought that was brilliant. Together we can plant a forest, meaning the small little things, they all add up. They add up collectively. And he's a great example. You plant that one tree. You have $1 to spend or to give to his charity and their organization and what they're doing. That plants one tree, and that contributes to the overall which is on pace this year to plant more than 100 million trees all around the world to make a global impact. So I thought that was just a great little takeaway. So yes, what you do on a small scale, that all adds up to a lot when you look at it there. And so that's the episode today, folks. Please make sure you subscribe to the podcast and give us a review. And remember, if you or anyone you know might be ready to franchise their business or take their franchise company to the next level, please connect with us at BigSkyFranchiseTeam.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to having you back next week.